So hi, welcome to Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with uh, Mark L. Judas, Frankie P, and Brian Morelli, and we are Morningside Lane. And we're asking them some questions today about their new single, Tem- Temperamental. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to start. Uh, so congrats on that, by the way, guys. How do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? I'm not even sure if you guys have announced it yet. Yeah, I mean, we haven't announced it. And if we're going to announce it in a few days. I mean, we've been... Um, it's been more than dropping hints now. Everyone kind of knows there's a single coming, but it's yeah. not like, um, we haven't really been like, you know, posting about it too much, but uh, in a few days it's going to start going. And mm-hmm. yeah, we got a lot, you know, we, we went through, um, we went through a couple of uh, trial and errors with it. Right. With uh, getting the mixes and all that stuff. And, but um, yeah, we, we worked with a new producer his name is uh, Liam Reyes. You could find him. What is it? Boy Blue Baby? Boy Baby Blue? Something like that? <laughs> Baby, Baby Boy Blue, Blue, I think. Baby, Baby Boy, Boy Blue. Blue. Oh, perfect. And uh, yeah, he helped really, you know, guide us into the this new, like, uh, direction that we wanted to go in, like, sound-wise and all that stuff, like, inspiration-wise, because we all got into different types of music during the pandemic. It's, it Probably exactly the last time we talked was when we started kind of you know, develop the developing like a new type of inspiration and, and taste and all that stuff. So he helped us get there with, um, you know, with some conviction. It made made our lives a lot, a lot more easier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Right. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, is there any meaning behind the single name or cover art? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. Well, I was like, I wrote it. Well, I was kind of, I was showing the guys I was showing the guys the different types of um it went through a different like a couple of different versions and uh but like the main core of it was yeah, I kind of wrote it about myself but I try to I tried to make it you know like I was writing it for somebody mm-hmm. but um yeah it was just like you know there I guess the the pandemic hit me pretty hard during like December january you know like those those dirty winter months was yeah. really starting to yeah. wet for me a little bit you know because the summer kind of made everything it kind of it made it a little easier since it was so fresh when it happened but like going into that winter man we were i think we were all a goddamn wreck yeah mm-hmm. but, uh, i guess it was, it's just the uh the song of the of the time you know yeah. Yeah. What's going on and um the cover art i found this artist and it just seemed like the right type of colors it seemed like the right type of visual you know it 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 wasn't it wasn't so um it looks nice but if you really look at it it's kind of messed up Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah the head's kind of cut off but there's flowers it's kind of it's like a split personality thing and that's something that that's basically what the song's uh about okay okay Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this single yeah well like i had a riff and i was showing you know obviously i show frank i show brian and um whenever if they i can tell when they're excited about something because i can i can feel it through the text so that's like my yeah light to kind of go mm-hmm. you know? the yelling all caps and shit yeah yeah, yeah. But <laughs> this song was actually really really hard i'm not i'm i'm really really not gonna lie because like i said i wasn't really there mm-hmm. you know i wasn't really the best version of myself mm-hmm. you know i'm not trying to complain or anything like that but it's just like more of um 
it went like I said, it went through a ton, like not a ton of different versions, but a couple different versions until mm-hmm. we landed that version we did with uh, our producer. And there's like the riff came first, and then the lyrics kind of came. It all kind of just there's no formula to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I uh, think so- it was. I think it was more of like you know when we when Mark started writing temperamental Mm -hmm. it was very much like it still had that like kind of like rock feel with wanting it to be like that dancey type thing and then once we found Liam he kind of you know like like Mark said like kind of really helped us gain the sound that we wanted Mm -hmm. um, with his insight and his experience to like really push it to where it was because we were still you know you know rock musicians trying to figure out what's the best way we can get this vibe going and you know, once, you know, we started going through different demos and different like mixes, we just that that once this once that synth riff happens in the beginning, which you'll hear is just it's so catchy and it just it set the tone for the rest of the song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do you think you'll be working with Liam again? It sounds like you guys really clicked. Ah, yeah, uh, it was like uh, I, I, had, I had met him a few, me and Brian actually met him a few years prior. Uh, we mm. kind of just like ran into him you know, just from playing shows and kind of, you know, crossing paths. Yeah. And I saw like on his Instagram that he was really, you know, I was kind of caught my eyes like this, this kid, this guy's really, you know, doing it right here. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting for the right song. I was waiting for the right project to kind of hit him up. I'm like, you know what, let me, I don't want to go, I don't want to present him anything, you know, too rock or too folky or too yeah. not up his alley. And I, I guess it was the song. I guess it's the way he works. It's the way we work. I felt like we kind of put our personalities in in a vial and shook it up. And now yeah. there it is, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. It worked. And like recording it was like so easy. My God, it was such a nice day. And it's never a nice day. when you oh. so, Yeah. That's good. All right. Uh, so you kind of went into it already in the past couple questions, but can you tell us where your headspace was at while you were creating this song? I kind of yeah, and I want to hear Frank's and Brian's mm-hmm. uh, take on that too. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. It was I don't know. Like there was like this weight. I, don't know, I just didn't get it. Where especially like if I woke up or throughout the day at night, I don't know. Like there was just um it was just like this weight on me. I don't know what, what, what it was, but yeah, I just, I just didn't, I just wasn't right fully. And I, you know, I had the guys yeah. kind of lean on and all that stuff. I didn't really let it affect anything that was important going on, you know? And yeah, uh, yeah just through, through these guys, they kind of helped me, you know, having the band and having like this new project kind of got me out of that. Now it's getting warm and, you know, I'm chilling now. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's amazing how Mark, with every line in this song, really hit where my life was. And the thing is, I really wasn't all that open at that time mm-hmm. with Mark, Frankie, or any of the other guys uh, about where I was. But um, I-, I have been in this cycle where uh, at my day job, I'm at seven days a week there. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and that was wearing me down and and yeah. I guess kind of had been especially at that time during those winter months but my home life also wasn't that peaceful as well so um I, I was pretty much in constant you know yeah, you <laughs> never got a break yeah, yeah I felt myself really kind of like slipping and and going into this personality that wasn't even mine you know and I was 
like, I won't say lashing out, but I, I kind of was, and I was really taking things the wrong way. And so even just that, the, the hook of the song is starting to resemble someone temperamental. It wasn't me. I wasn't recognizing myself even. And mm-hmm. it's amazing. I never even told Mark uh, any of that until the song was already done and I was already feeling better. But um, yeah, I, very similar sort of uh, story, which was ironic because uh, he didn't even know about it. Yeah. 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 I mean, Mark, Mark definitely has an ability to like not only channel like his own experience, but he has like an innate ability to channel other people's, you know, if he knows you well enough, you know, he can somehow like just kind of sink as best as he can and go like, like put himself in your shoes. And like a lot of times, like a lot, like on the album, these are our years what we released last September that, you know, a lot of those songs, he did that, you know, he went into other people's shoes and wrote those songs and wrote them so well that you would think it's him, but some of it is literally him putting himself in his shoes and with temperamental or their shoes and with temperamental, you know, when he showed me that and he showed me the lyrics, um, I think we were all kind of in a, I don't want to say a weird spot, but I just, you know, with, with lockdown, with, with the pandemic going on, you know, you release, we had this whole like mentality that we're just going to like basically act as a label which is what we do since we're independent we act as a label we all have our different departments and Mm. you know it gets to a point when it gets to that year mark of this pandemic and that you're kind of like man like where what's going to happen like what are we gonna like we had we have a good handle on it we're ready to you know hit the road running but like Mm -hmm. how long is this going to keep going on yeah you know when do we start you know getting to that next level and we i feel like we all kind of got into that and i feel like the song just kind of spoke to all of us um, in our own separate ways um, when he showed us, you know, the first draft of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a cold and just this winter was cold, man. Yeah. Such yeah. a cold winter. It didn't help. I just remember like white all over the streets, like salt and just the snow. I was like, damn, bro. It's so crazy. You guys got more. You're up north, right? Uh, yeah. I'm, yeah. Well, I'm up north. They're I don't know central south i don't know anymore we're central <laughs> wherever they are well you guys got more snow up there than we did here at the shore so i mean yeah it's like yeah the, i guess the winter like really that's when it really hit me i guess mm-hmm. the lockdown because you know it was april when it happened and then june and then you know summer we were kind of just uh, you know and then mm-hmm. it kind of sunk in a little more yeah Plus, I, I i didn't want to write the song i didn't want to let everyone know that the song's about me because like i don't want my mom to worry <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, you're right you're like no nah, yeah, I'm, yeah i'm good, I'm good yeah, yeah. just stay stay home you don't have to come over yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so what band or artist influence you thinking you hear the most on this track Ooh. um well we were actually talking about this the other day um well our three right now that we well from what i'm getting and everyone has like um we're all we're all on the same page about like what artists like are that inspired us but we all have different artists that inspire our like you know how we go into a song you know like when i when i'm inspired by something like late like the during the pandemic it was like a lot of 1975 it was a lot of um you know i don't know if you guys know chromio <laughs> um that Banger. A little bit of that punk and um and then just like you know just an accumulation of other bands that i found and you know and then these guys showed me um dua lipa and i was like well not they didn't oh. show me but they kind of brought brought it to my attention yeah they're like yeah this is kind of sounding like that i'm like yeah it actually does and 
So I, I guess uh, 1975 Dua Lipa, a little bit of a, what, what, what do you think, boys? What's that third artist I keep forgetting? Well, uh, uh, we had the, the Killers. Oh, oh right, right, I fuck with that. Nice. Really mm-hmm. smart. Uh, rhythmically, I mean, I, I took a lot from Michael Jackson's music. I mean, if the, yeah, the, if the drums were just in the pocket, if they grooved, the bass complements the drums in a sort of mm-hmm. Billie Jean sort of way. So, I mean, we, and um, Liam, my goodness, he was he knew what we were going for. He got that tight Billie Jean drum sound. And it's like, uh, so like sonically, it was perfect. Rhythmically, it felt really good. And that that groove was there. I mean, yeah, yeah it really comes through at the end. You know, so. yeah. well, that, that's that's also the difference. And I think that just to shout out Liam really quick, that's also the difference of, you know, who you work with and like who when you work on a record, because you can go to the most like f- the fanciest studio, you can go to the most expensive studio, but you also need the people who are there to invest in you, mm-hmm. like emotionally and musically, not financially, but emotionally and musically is what I like to call it, because and that's what Liam did. You know, he heard the demo and he kind of you know, he was so, he was so about that demo that he just kind of like on his own time, Mm -hmm. just kind of like messing around on different sounds and stuff like that Hmm. to kind of figure out and go through to the channel that we wanted to go to. And when we were working with him, it was just so, it was amazing. And we've worked with a lot of great producers and engineers, but Liam just kind of like, he felt, it felt like we were all one giant band. You know what I mean? We didn't feel like we were working with, someone who worked in a studio we felt like we were all pieces of temperamental like we were pieces of this project and you know everyone had insight on it everyone had input and it was just it was so smooth to work with and Mm -hmm. you know Liam just I mean he was he became MSL when we were working with him it was it was awesome yeah Yeah, I felt like he could have went on a bus on a tour like hit the road on a tour with him like that day Mm -hmm. it was so chill you know like when when the producer feels like they're part of your band, that's when typically the yeah. best work comes out. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so this one should be super super quick. Off the top of your heads, I want you to describe this single for new listeners in three words. All three of you have to do it. Okay, Brad, go okay. first. I don't want to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that was the first last time. <laughs> describe the single in three words. Three words for new uh, listeners. All right, Jersey mm-hmm. Daft Punk. Right. Oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> oh, they have to connect. No, no, no. It's okay. a before and after, like Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> You're not supposed Mark? to think this hard. Like, wait, oh, wait me now? Oh, yes. uh, okay. Uh, glam. Okay. Uh, edge. Okay. And aggressiveness. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah my yeah mine was mine was groove mm-hmm. um drive mm-hmm. and dancey Ooh, okay. that's all, right. all good job guys uh so in that same train of thought is there a certain feeling you want listeners to have while going through the album or single sorry single we're talking about a lot of <laughs> albums today you know i think i think that mark you mind if i take this one really quick oh i think i lost you no, no, you oh, didn't. No, you're fine. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> I think one thing, you know, this song is so cool because it's it's just like when you listen to the music, the music alone makes you want to dance. It makes you start grooving, right? Mm-hmm. And makes you want to like go in the car, put the windows down and just blast it. And then the melodies are so catchy. But then once you listen to the words, now you're like, oh man, this is a, 
this gets this gets to a different kind of place you know it's not yeah. this crazy happy tune but mm-hmm. with the music it makes itself this like very dancey and very happy tune until you like dial in on the lyrics so I guess for the listeners just enjoy it dance mm-hmm. to it but then like you know like really dial in of of you know what the lyrics are because I feel like everyone can connect to this in a similar vein i i think it's a fun way of sort of illustrating this uh reopening phase that we're in right now and and hoping that it stays safe and stays this way um it's a cool reopening uh, and that's the music is so fun and it's a good way to illustrate that but uh lyrically similar to what frankie's saying i think the pandemic changed a lot of people Uh, i'd venture to say uh, i'd venture to generalize and actually say everybody i think the pandemic had an effect on everybody and yeah it could offer some sort of reflection. Uh, listener could say, hey, where have I been the past year? And coming out again to this, to a song that feels fun and makes you think in that sort of way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for this question, I want you to picture you're on tour. You're at a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? Ooh, beauty. <laughs> Me uh, first. Wait, I have to. I have to. I have. Okay. okay. You, know those, you know those smokehouse almonds or like the wasabi almonds? Yeah, spicy yeah, yeah. Almonds? Oh, oh, yeah. Man. Come on. Those they saved my life before. Yeah. All right. Very nice. I guess me. Um, I get a medium black cup, cup of coffee and a Chobani yogurt. All right. What yeah. flavor? Uh, um, peach. Yeah. Uh, anything but like, I don't know. I, I like them all. I, I don't, yeah. you know, it's like, peach is awesome. Bro, yeah, black what, cherry, anything. Yeah. Whichever yeah. one's in there. Exactly. Yeah. Pineapple. I'm probably, I'm probably getting the rain. Those rain <laughs> energy drinks. Ooh, okay. Uh, uh, right. Which if you haven't tried them, they're incredible. Okay. They're at, oh my gosh. I so you want to bounce I around in the van? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's going to be a case. And then, <laughs> and then probably, and then probably at a rest stop. I don't know what. Maybe like, maybe just like a bag of chips or something like that. I'm not really a snacky, crazy snacky kind of person. I'm more of like just drain me in caffeine, drown me in caffeine, then <laughs> drain right. me. Fair enough. That's fair. All right. Uh, so this question should be like quick to the point. Uh, what song do you wish that you guys wrote? It could be any song in the entire universe. Uh, I always thought. Um, I always wanted to write Maggie May. Rod Stewart. This is something about it, man. Like I'm just like, yeah, that's so good. Um, that's the fastest answer we've gotten. Yeah, almost Monday. Okay. And you gave us two answers quickly. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, because there's Thank a lot you. of songs where I'm like, damn it, like, uh, <laughs> why didn't I do that? Yeah, damn. You know, that's it. You, that's you it. Yeah, try? yeah. I got. I'm good. I'm good now. <laughs> no, bro, bro, you got yours. Uh, I wish I wrote Black by Pearl Jam. Oh, mm-hmm. it's a great okay. song. Wow. Yeah. Uh, another wish. downer for me. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> okay, okay. Mine would definitely, mine would definitely be "Jesus of Suburbia" by Green Day. <gasps> so true, banger. All right, oh, uh, we got a Green Day fan up in here. Lit <laughs> <laughs> up as soon as you said it. Like, <laughs> uh, so for these last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from music, and that's okay with you guys. Yeah. yeah. Sick. So, if you could become one animal for the rest of your life, which animal would you be, and why? All right. Brian's very oh. excited. <laughs> I gotta say, I don't, um, you know what, bro? 
one of those old ass tortoises. You know, because <laughs> you live forever. <laughs> There's this one turtle, bro. Like, dude, he he was born in like 1635. I yeah, just, I you saw that right? I was like, yo, what? That's, exactly. Yeah, this guy lived through like an emperor. It's like kind of just, mm-hmm, yeah. Wow. Wait, is it the one on TikTok? I guess. Because the there's one on TikTok. He's like, heads all up. He's like, yeah, what up? Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. not like 900 years old. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I've seen it literally. It's literally seen it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anybody? I'm, I'm, Anybody that's else? My animal right there. Yeah. Frank, help me. You go first. All right. All right, so I'm torn right now, but I'm going to go with my first answer. I'm going to say a lion. Okay, okay. lion's good. Definitely a lion. I was, I was debating between lion and horse because horses are my favorite all-time animal like ever, oh. and I love horses. horses but right. I don't know if being a horse, I would do it justice with how much I love horses, so I'm going to say a lion. <laughs> Wait, you don't want to be a horse because you don't think you'd be a good of a horse? I don't think I'd be a good horse. I'm too much oh. of a lion to be a good horse. That's fair. <laughs> okay. right. I'll get him in like the try to make him race and he'd just be like he'd get like disqualified in the first round. <laughs> knock you off <laughs> I'd break my leg and they'd have to kill me and it'd be <gasps> Oh my god, I forgot this. <laughs> oh no. All right, edit that Oops. out. Um all right, did Frank, I delay enough for you, Brian? <laughs> Frank, oh my God, did you? Um, <laughs> you, Frank, you're gonna hate this answer. I know it, but I love possums. Oh, <gasps> fuck yes. I, oh my God, no, possums are adorable. I wish I are were they? a possum, but the thing is, I I'm proud. I'm like the closest thing to a, a possum anyway. Like that's I kind of <laughs> what do you mean that's by that? Already my reality. So like, well, I'm 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 cold blooded, so I can't sustain certain diseases i i okay. eat small insects like ticks and i keep you know yeah um <laughs> i scream you eat ticks. when i'm frightened okay I eat ticks, yeah huh? okay okay um, i respect it yeah. but no i'm probably the closest <laughs> thing to like a horse bro. or something like that is that what you thought i said what oh no i missed you i'm sorry no, uh, I i'm probably the closest thing to a horse though i think horse now is that good. you guys mentioned it yeah yeah, yeah horse is good <laughs> this is definitely better than possible. Have you ever like driven at night and see one of those things across the road and then glance at you? Yeah, they're so I feel cute. like I, I feel like I have a million ants crawling over my body. I get the chills. I can't oh stand it. Oh my god! Them. I love animals. I really do. I, I could like. I, I really feel do. like I'm gonna throw up when I see a possum. Honestly, like oh I my get god. I get nauseous. <laughs> she loves possums. Oh man. Uh, well, have you not you, seen a baby why, possum? Why don't you go play right, with one, Glory? Are, like, sure, <laughs> give me a possum. Oh my cats, yes. <laughs> All right, we got a possum fan. Brian's a possum fan. He's I a possum. follow possums on Instagram. Oh, as you wow. should. I feel like yeah. I should start doing that too. Like, yeah. Follow, um, follow, oh, yeah. Sesame, Sesame, the Sesame, the possum is uh, probably the like one of the more popular pages. I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a bunch. I follow okay. the hashtag too. Like I'm serious about. Yeah, it. yeah. I follow the um hedgehog hashtag, and I think oh, the raccoon hashtag. So I'll add possums to that as well. Okay. Yeah, that, I'm a raccoon. I'm a trash panda, of course. Yeah, yeah. raccoons are amazing. I'm short and scrappy. It's perfect. I saw a whole family the other day. A whole raccoon family. Raccoons are amazing. I love yeah. raccoons. <laughs> Once again, why don't you go play with one, Glory? Sure. Give me a raccoon. <laughs> I don't. Um, so if you guys could listen to one song for the rest of your life, what song would it be? 
God, oh, man. God. Oh, that's impossible. All right, uh, let me think. Uh, <laughs> this is like life or death for me. Um, uh, I gotta say, I gotta say, Frankie from Bruce Springsteen. That's a deep cut too, and it's it's beautiful. Yeah, there's a there's a song called Frankie Frank, <laughs> and it's dope. Um, you know yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mine is the uh, Eternal Good Mood song, which is "What a Fool Believes" by the Doobie Brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a jam! What a jam! Good God. <laughs> It's got a, mine's definitely an, a Michael Jackson song. I'm just trying to figure out so which true. one. As it should be. It's, I'm going to, oh, screw I'm, I may have to, I may have to go Earth Song on this one. Oh, <gasps> banger. Wow. Good choice. It's a good one. Okay. All right. <laughs> Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for this last question, boom, you're on a desert island. You can only bring one person, one movie, and one album. Who and what are you bringing? Uh, okay. Okay. I'm bringing. Can it be a series? Sure. Sure. We've we've let people bring like box sets before, so go for it. Go on for your it. island? Yeah, it's not our island. It's oh, your okay, island. Okay. Yeah. Um, I bring the complete um series of The Sopranos. Okay. And then you said uh, eat, right? Food. No, I said album and person. Oh, an album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. Sopranos, <laughs> and then I'm gonna have to go with. Um, tracks by Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> okay, yeah. so you're a Bruce Springsteen fan. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no. you know, we're, we're, we sound different now, so we're good. Most New Jersey answer ever. Yeah, you know, and the, right, it is, man, bro. I'm gonna get. Uh, okay. Anyway, last one. Um, who am I bringing? I'm bringing my cat Mocha. So okay. true. Yep. Yeah. To really make it the most New Jersey really answer ever. Mine, but it's okay, though. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you should have brought one of the people from the Jersey Shore TV exactly. show, and it would have made it the most. They're not from New Jersey. They're all from Long Island. Well, all I mean, of them. <laughs> well, then they're I banished. They're banished. Get rid of them. There, there's one that's actually from New, Jer- from New Jersey, and I don't know who it no, is. No, it was one from Staten Island. Well, you it's know one what? From Staten Island. There's your answer right there. <laughs> Not like I'm not bad mouthing Staten Island. I just mean like you of know course. they're not from Jersey. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. it's okay. You can. Everyone who's from there does. Let's it's not good. go into that. This is a <laughs> nice po- podcast. I'm ruined it for them. <laughs> um, who's up, me or Bri? Whoever wants to go how first. We, I don't know how we got into that Staten Island thing, but I do want to reiterate that we don't have that Bruce sound much anymore. So okay, good. <laughs> yeah. For, for safe for safekeeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I'll go. Uh, Frankie, yeah, I got yeah. it. So yeah. <laughs> my album, my album is going to be American Idiot by Green Day. So true. My movie is going to be Boondock Saints. Mm-hmm. And then who am I bring? Jesus, who are you bringing? I'm trying to think if it's going to be either Kay or my five year old. I'm not sure. Which one? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> who would I bring? I think decision. I'm gonna. Have to, I think I'm. I think I think I'm gonna have to go with my wife, Kay, because yeah. I, I, we'd live longer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't want fresh coconuts every day, Frankie. I could have done that for you, but it's okay. <laughs> Good coconut carver, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you and your fresh coconuts. <laughs> 
All right, bye. I'm, I'm interested in this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, my album is going to be Asia by Steely Dan. Okay. Uh, nice. The it, It's a movie, you said? Yeah, mm-hmm. movie. Movie. Uh, original Willy Wonka. Ah, that's it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I love being wilder. Yeah. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I and, think I've only seen that once. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Uh, person? Person. That's the hardest one. Jeez. Uh, well, hear me out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you stack drum shells in their mm-hmm. cases and you put a trench coat over it, <laughs> it's about human height. Okay. Okay. I don't have a person to bring. Oh, um, shit. This, uh, <laughs> yeah. I've got an entire hey, band. Someone, yeah, you have a band. Liam? You could bring Liam. Yeah, Liam's awesome. Yeah. I could bring any band. Uh, and, it could be any person, right? A yeah. Pers- yeah, any person. Oh, sick. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, oh, who's cool? Uh, <laughs> I think it might... Tom Hanks knows what to do. So, okay. like, he's done it before. Yeah. Um, so, I, I think... Uh, He'll show me through, you know, the what, what he did in Castaway, and then we'll ultimately get off and be safe, and yeah. we'll have Willy Wonka to, to watch and and a good Steely Dan album. So I think Tom Hanks <laughs> would be good company gonna... anyway. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I was just gonna say, as long as he makes it through Steely Dan and Willy Wonka, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, so as Glory said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Uh. Yeah, yeah, Mark, Frank. You know it. what? You take this because you got it embedded in your brain, bro. <laughs> well, June eighteenth is when Temperamental comes out um, on all streaming platforms, and then we have a our a very big live show with Connor Bracken and Mother Leeds Band on August sixth at the House of Independence in Asbury. So that's August sixth at the House of Independence. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are selling tickets. They're twelve dollars. Um, I thought that pre-sale. show was sold out. No, so no. they had a they had another show at the beginning of June. Oh, and then okay. so this show basically this show basically is a reschedule of what we had last year. So okay. we originally had a uh, a House of Independence show with them uh, for their like their album release, but then once mm-hmm. the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. everything had to get you know rescheduled and things like that. And this was originally supposed to be in the fall, and then they bumped it up once a lot of the restrictions got lifted to okay. the beginning of August. So okay. now this show it's a full blown show. August 6th tickets are $12 and you can DM Morningside Lane or anyone else uh, at Morningside Lane for tickets. Sounds good. Solid. Uh, well, thank you for now. This guy's been Morningside Lane and we're the Good Noise podcast. <laughs>